Hello, and welcome to Maintain the Flame with Keith Collins, the podcast where we anticipate an experience with the Lord on each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening today, and my prayer is that you will be strengthened, encouraged, and challenged in your daily walk with the Lord as you listen. The primary purpose for this podcast is to be a source of inspirational truth that will awaken a deeper hunger within you for the fire of God to burn brighter and hotter in your life. Leviticus 6.12 says, The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. This Old Testament verse spoke into the sacrificial burnt offering system of the temple, and it also reflects the fact that we as the bride of Christ are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we have a responsibility to steward our walk with God and maintain His flame that He has ignited in our hearts. I am your host, Keith Collins, and I invite you to join me now as we explore biblical truths that will help us to maintain the flame of God upon the altar of our hearts. Hello and welcome to Maintain the Flame. This is Keith Collins. So glad to have you with me again this week. And you know, every week we're just so blessed knowing that we are reaching people with the truth of God's word. And uh, we count it an honor to be able to come into your lives week after week. So thank you for being on this podcast. Uh, I'm so excited about my guest this week. And actually, this guest was with me back in July of 2020, which seems like yesterday, but also seems like a long time ago. So she was actually one of my first guests on Maintain the Flame. And I'm just so blessed that she's back with me today. Um, so glad to have Dr. Jamie Morgan with me. Um, Jamie is the senior pastor of Life Church in Williamstown, New Jersey. Um, she has an amazing podcast. At the end of the show, I'm going to have her kind of share how you can follow her and get in touch with her and stuff. But she is on the podcast network, Charisma Podcast Network, as well as other major podcasting platforms where you hear your podcast. So that's called Firestarter. And I strongly encourage you to, um, to go and listen, subscribe, and give her a review and a high rating. I know that she's being used of the Lord to reach a lot of people. So Jamie, I'm honored to have you back on Maintain the Flame again this week. Oh, thank you so much, Keith. Truly appreciate uh, being a guest on your podcast, and I just honor you, and I honor Darla, and the work that you do for the kingdom, and it truly is a blessing to have the both of you in my life, the life of my church, and my family. Thank you. That means so much, and you know, I have various guests on, and um, you know, we have a lot of friends, both of us do in the ministry, but you and your family, Kurt, and and Shane, and your beautiful granddaughters, and um, you know, your daughter-in-law, you guys are just an amazing group of people and we've come to love you and your church. And we've been, we've been blessed to be in the Philippines together a couple of times with ministry teams. So um, again, we just honor you and honor who you are in the Lord. Amen. Well, today there's really a few things that, that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, so encouraged as I see the Lord continuing to open doors for the calling upon your life. And, and I know that you have become an, are such an influence to so many people, not just in your local church, but really the Lord has begun to open multiple doors for you. And um, my heart is that God would continue to do this. And I know that he will, but, but I know that recently you released a new book um, called Thirsty uh, 31 Day, really an interactive type devotional that I believe you designed it really with the heart of personal revival um, as the theme and 
just could you give us a little bit of insight, you know, maybe why did you feel like there was a need to, to write a book like this? Yes, I'd be glad to. Yeah, the book is Thirsty, A 31-Day Journey to Personal Revival. And uh, I would say the genesis of this book began when I was getting my master's degree at Oral Roberts University. And then when I got my doctorate at the Assemblies of God Theological Seminary, I really studied revival history church history as it pertains to revivals for really those seven, eight years that I were, was getting my graduate uh, degrees. And I, I, I love, I mean, I love the study of revival, corporate revival, whether they were revivals that happened years and years ago or uh, here of recent. As a matter of fact, it was my study of the Brownsville revival as that God gave you and I a divine connection. Yeah. And Amen. it was during that time that uh, somebody said, hey, why don't you talk to Keith Collins? And, and so, and, you know, God has just blessed that ministry connection ever Amen. since. But as I studied historical revivals, whether it be Azusa Street, Brownsville, Welsh Revival, I mean, I could go on and on. I interviewed for my dissertation 22 revivalists from all around the world. Wow. There was something, there was a common thread that I saw, and that was before revival ever broke out, before corporate revival ever broke out, there was one or a few mm -hmm. people that were contending in prayer for revival. Wow. Most of the time, it wasn't this large group <laughs> of people. It was, you think about the Welsh revival, there were two elderly ladies one was blind and the other one couldn't walk because she had arthritis and they 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 were the two that began contending for revival in in uh in that area in wales and um god oftentimes you find this pattern and it starts with that one person amen or those two people or those three people that are personally revived yes and then they have experienced personal revival and then god uses them to cry out to him for corporate revival mm. you know in with corporate revival um god god sends revival where he sends revival we can't lather it up we can't manufacture it we can't put a sign on our front um the front of our church and say revival right. this weekend you know i mean we churches do that but it's not the true definition of revival but personal revival at mm. any time we can be as revived as we want to be wow the scriptures tell us that draw near to god and he will draw near to us amen so it really is our decision how 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 close we draw how much we lean into the lord how intimate our relationship is with Jesus. And then once we are on fire, yes, then we can be like, we can be that ember then that starts brush fires everywhere we go and in prayer contend for revival. And so in my study of corporate revival, I thought, you know what? 
I, I need to get to the root of, <laughs> of corporate revival, which of course I'm contending for, for our, for my region, for my church, for my nation, as and nations of the world, as I know you are, Keith. Yes. But it starts with me being personally revived. Amen. You being personal, all of us individually, we don't have to wait <clears throat> for corporate revival to get on fire for Amen. Jesus. Amen. And that's the premise of this devotional. It's 31 days each day. It focuses on a different aspect of our Christian walk, whether it be worship, whether it be the all of God, whether it be repentance, whether it be fasting, uh, whether it be surrender, uh, 31 different, and then of course there's more than 31 aspects of our Christian walk, but the 31 aspects I felt the Lord wanted me to address in this book. And each day focusing on that one aspect and asking the all-consuming fire, to set that particular aspect of my Christian walk on fire for him. And honestly, you know, I don't know if, if uh, your listeners know this, but uh, most authors don't read their own books (laughs) because we've like, we spent a year or six months or whatever, like immersed in it. And so once it's published, we usually don't sit down and go, Oh, I'm going to read my own book. I've read this book now. It's been out since September the 1st. It's been out five months. I've read it five times. Wow. Each time I, I'm telling, I'm just telling you the truth. I feel convicted by my own words. Mm -hmm. I feel convicted. And I'm like, I want to keep, you know, it's, it's one thing to get on fire. It's another thing to maintain your fire, which is the premise of your podcast. Mine is fire starter. Yours is maintain the flames. And so this, I I've read through my book five times. There are churches uh, churches that the pastor will buy a copy for their entire church, his or her entire church, and the whole church, it's like an all-church campaign. Wow. They go through it during a 30 or 31-day period of prayer and fasting. That's and awesome. wow, what if that happens, right? What if everybody awesome. on, in that church got on fire? So yeah. anyway, that kind of like, that's, that's, that the Lord took me from the study of corporate revival, mm, corporate revivals to like, okay, Let's get down to it. How does this happen? It That's happens so when one revived person, at least one, contends for revival for their church, region, nation, etc. That's awesome. You know, one thing that I think of when you're saying this is that I don't have to wait. Dr. Jamie Morgan doesn't have to wait for the rest of the church to wake up for us to be awake. That's and, right. Um, and I think <clears throat> that's so foundational. And I'm like you, I've, I've studied the lives of revivalists. Um, these men and women that that burned for Jesus, and the Lord used their faithfulness. And a lot of times they were considered um, strange. They were considered interrupters. They were considered right. out of the ordinary. And that's who God, like you said, the um, the two ladies. I, I actually visited the um, the foundation of the cottage that the Smith sisters lived in in the Hebrides, there in Barvis, and how their faithful time in prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, God mm-hmm. used these two older yes, ladies yes. that were physically challenged, but spiritually they were alive. Yes, and yes, really, you can yes. study the 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 premise, the foundation of, of the Hebrides outpouring in 1949 to those two ladies. And there was another group of young people on the same island, about six or mm-hmm. seven that would meet on Thursday nights in an old barn. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the, like you said, the Welsh revival, you look at Evan. Right. Roberts. That's what I, I meant. The Hebrides Ro- and I, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. But Evan Roberts, a 13 year old boy right. came under the burden of the Lord 
And then at the age of 26, 13 years later, revival broke out. So listen, I've read your book a few times, not five, but I've definitely have read it a few times. And here's what I can say about it. It is piercing. It is challenging. It is convicting and it's encouraging. And I'll tell you what I love about it more than anything. You and I preach, teach, talk about revival, write about revival, but sometimes we're maybe not as good. And I'm speaking about myself more than anybody with giving, okay, this is the theme. This is the heart of God, but how do we walk that out? So I love the way that you did this in a devotional interactive style. And I would highly, highly, highly encourage, I don't care if you're pastor in the biggest church in America, or if you, you know, are managing, you know, a deli in a grocery store, you need this book. Um, and God will use it to really kindle a flame in your heart and and you'll realize immediately there are deeper places in the Lord available for me. So let me ask one more question mm-hmm. about the book. Um, yeah. What have been the results of the book? Have you heard from people that have personally, you said I have, I get testimonies leaders. all the time, That's all awesome. the time. I've, I got a testimony the other day of a pastor that was so moved by it. Well, he con one pastor contacted me and said, I realized that I'm lukewarm. Mm. And I can't tell you how much this book means to me that, that after I read it, I realized, see, this is the thing. And I want to say this to your listeners. It's real important. We get gut level honest Mm. with, with where we are, the true condition of our heart. Amen. You know, we may think our heart is on fire. Am I, I'm fine. Thank you. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. But God knows, you know, Amen. that's why every single day I say, Lord, I ask you to show me the true condition of my heart. Cause in 24 hours, it can change. That's right. I could be, get, have unforgiveness or a hardened heart or uh, have a wound or, I mean, you know, it, life happens and, and things in, in one day. That's why when, for those of you that are, are going to read my book, I just encourage you to get gut level honest with the mm-hmm. Lord about where you Amen. really are. And, and Keith, I really endeavor to get as transparent as I possibly could yeah, and you did that about way. my failures, about my victories, the mm-hmm. good, the bad, and the ugly sure, of what sure. I've been through in order. And the purpose of that was to help the, each reader get real transparent with the Lord. Amen. Because we're not doing ourselves a favor if we're like, oh, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Are we? That's good. Are we, are we courageous enough to say, I need personal revival? Are we courageous enough to say, I know I'm not where I should be? Right. And at any given time, we need, to, we need to have that gut level honesty where we go, you know, I was, but maybe I'm not now. Maybe I've been through some things. Sure. And I, you know what? I need to get back. I need to get back in with intimacy with the Lord. There was a period of time, Keith, uh, when the pandemic first hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, I, I'm a senior pastor, as you said, and senior pastors as ministers, we were faced with things we had never been faced with before. Right. All of us. I mean, all of us, no matter what. But in the ministry, decisions to make. You know, the government telling us to close our churches. Do we close them? Do we stay open? You know, this and that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, okay. You know, and then, and then, uh, then there's the polarization, the, the political, and the mask or no mask, or vaccine, no vaccine. I mean, the whole nine yards, keeping everything together. Right. And then, and then we're seeing people fall away. We never dreamed would fall away. Yep, you're right. 
Come on. I mean, let's, let's be real. That's reality. And all of it, I remember at one point, Keith, and this, I'm going to get gut level honest here. At one point, I remember feeling like right in the thick of it. I'm going to say that first six months went like maybe from March, 2020 to May, I don't know, September, 2020, when I was so consumed with, okay, I got to make this decision, that decision. And in, in, it wasn't that I stopped having my daily devotional time because I didn't. I, I never, I, I guard that with, I mean, that's, that's number one. But my devotional time was focused on, okay, Lord, I need wisdom for this decision. Okay, Lord, I need that. Okay, they want an answer. Okay, what do I do about this? Okay, do I you know, every day listening to press conferences, both state and federal, as far as what the new mandate was. Right. And my, my prayer life, Keith, went from Jesus, you're all I need. Jesus, 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 my Jesus, my main focus went from, from intimacy with Jesus to, I got this list of decisions I have to make. Wow. And which one of us, which one of us, you know, no matter what your, no, no matter what your vocation, vocation, as a believer, we can get to that place. And I caught myself and I said, you have lost your fire. There's, there's an old expression. I can't remember who said it, but it goes like this. Be careful when picking up sticks that your fire doesn't go out. Mm, wow. I was picking up a whole lot of sticks, sticks I had never picked up before. Wow. And I would then I'd pick up those sticks and then the sticks would change. <laughs> pick up different sticks and put those sticks down because it all changed again. I mean, mm-hmm. went, right? And I mean, we had to keep pivoting, 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 yes, new decisions, yes. higher level decisions, people dying, yeah. burying church members. I remember I came across a, a Facebook post, Keith. Uh, you know how the Facebook will show you memories, like a post mm-hmm. from yep. a year ago, two years ago. Uh, this must've been, I don't know what it was, but it was a picture of me standing at our local hospital at the front door of the church, anointing the door, the, the, uh, electric door, you know, that mm-hmm. opened the, the, the big double doors that open up the hospital, anointing that door, the front door of the church. Cause I had two church family members that were in there dying. Wow. And that was the closest I could get to them. Goodness was the front door of the church. Mm-hmm. And then one of them, one of them passed away. Wow. And then, and then another passed away. And then now helping my church go through grief yeah. of losing yeah. our loved, our loved ones. I have grief, but I can't deal with the grief. Right. Such Cause I got to help them grieve and I, there's more decisions and more, it's like this hamster wheel of, mm-hmm. and so I say that to say, which one of us, doesn't get to the place where you go, you know what? I, lo- I think I've lost my fire. Mm-hmm. That was one of the, t- was one of the five times I picked the book, my own book up yes. and said, I need to reread my book. Amen. Amen. And uh, Holy spirit, light that air, light that aspect on fire. Lo- Holy spirit, breathe life into that area of my Christian walk on fire. It's, 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 it's a daily, it's daily. It is. Is it not? It really is. And you know, I mean, honestly, I've, you know, 30, 36 plus years of ministry now I'm dating myself a little bit, but um, the older I get and the more responsibility, the more people that I influence that you influence, sometimes the harder it is to maintain that intimacy with the Lord. We get so 
occupied or preoccupied with noble things and they're good things a lot of times and we're called to even do them. So um, that's what I love about the book, um, Thirsty. It really causes you to kind of refocus. You know, they, uh, there's a word that they call when they go into like um, a factory that's producing steel, but they go in and retool the factory. And when they retool the factory, they bring it to an optimum level of performance. So they might have to adjust some things, even change out some equipment, so forth and so on, but they bring it to an optimum, optimum level of production. And I think your book retools our Christian mm-hmm. life. It, it retools our prayer life and it really retools our focus. It gives us the proper paradigm of why we're here and everything that we do, whether preach like you do and I do teach mentor counsel, all the stuff that write, all the stuff that we do podcasting. Um, if we don't do it out of intimacy with the Lord and we just learn to live on our experience and learn behavior patterns, then, you know, we might go through the motions and it might have some effectiveness, but we can lose our own um, walk with the Lord if we're not careful. So very true. So very true. So I think your your book really um, retools and recalibrates our walk with God. So again, real quick, um, I want to pivot to one more subject before we finish here. But can you tell the people, um, Jamie, how they can get the book? Yes, you can purchase it on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Again, it's Thirsty, uh, a thirty-one day journey to personal revival. Awesome. And I know know, there's a, I know Jamie wrote another book a few years back. Um, a journey to ministry was the name of it, I believe. And um, yes, which is my, which is my uh, story, my ministry, my story, my journey of answering God's call on my life. Again, the good, the bad, the ugly of it all. (laughs) Yeah. Which is why I'm going to lean it. That's why I, I mentioned that to bleed into our other subject here. And that is, um, this fairly recent endeavor that the Lord has really put upon your heart. And you actually, talk to me about this a little bit before you even launched. And I was so excited because I believe it's so needed. And, um, you know, one of the things that I find myself doing more and more now that I'm in my mid fifties, um, is mentoring, um, discipling those, those type of things. And, and, you know, there, there's definitely a difference between, I would say coaching and even discipling and mentoring. So there's different variables there, but this mentoring thing is so important. And the Lord has put it upon your heart to raise up, um, trail trailblazer network. And it's a, it's an amazing network that ministers and mentors women in ministry. So Jamie, can, can you share your heart behind this and tell us what the Lord is doing in this? Because I think there's a lot of people listening today that um, need to be plugged into this. Well, thank you, Keith. Uh, the Lord began speaking to me in 2015 about this ministry. And in these last six years, I have had one prophetic word after the next. The Lord has encountered me in prayer regarding it. And then in the fall of 2021, in September, the Lord said, now. Mm. The Lord said, the time is urgent. He said, I need all hands on deck, male troops, my male troops, as well as my female troops. Amen. In, 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 and, and then I saw this vision, Keith, of battleships all around the world with both men and women standing behind the helm, at the, at the helm of their battleship, the battleship representing their 
ministry, the name on the battleship representing their area of specialization and just training women that carry the fire of God that perhaps either are already in the ministry mm -hmm. and they need someone to help them navigate the ropes of ministry or they're sitting on the sidelines and they're, they've been sitting there, maybe discouragement or a man's opinion has kept them there or not receiving encouragement, inspiration or getting challenged. And it's, it's the Lord's like, it's time to get off the bench and mm -hmm. into um, your ministry area of specialization. And so, uh, so uh, it's, if for more information, the website is trailblazermentoring.com. And the mentoring consists of uh, my entire library of e-courses, which I have about 20 e-courses uh, as of the time of this taping. My goal is to have hundreds. That's awesome. And the e-courses represent wisdom that the Lord has imparted to me for decades, the, mm. the decades that I've been in ministry. Yes. Just all the wisdom, all the lessons learned. Uh, you know, for, for four decades, I have been without a mentor for decades. Wow. And, and, and really just going alone. So many women in ministry are going in alone. Yes. They don't have anybody pouring into them, encouraging them, cheering them on. Or when they get hurt, you know what? Come on, get back up. Let's get you healed. Let's get off the injured players list and get out, and get out into the game. And so now I have mentors. I have mentors now. I have Dr. Naomi Dowdy. I have mm -hmm. Cindy Penipento. I have you, Keith Collins. I have people that God has placed in my life that are that do pour wisdom mm -hmm. their years of ministry wisdom into me and i don't want another god does not want another woman in ministry or called to the ministry to go it alone anymore wow so good you know interesting interesting enough um i was radically born again in 1985 january of 1985 and six months later i met a woman her name is arliss merle they called her Sister Merle, and um, and she actually ended up being my my mother-in-law. And so my wife was born pretty late in their life. Um, she was, I think, forty-nine. Her dad was fifty-six when Darla was born. Her parents, so they were kind of like her grandparents. So when I met them, you know, they'd been in contact with ministries like Lester Summerall, and they planted two, three churches actually: one in Kentucky, one in Akron, Ohio, one in West Virginia. And um, you know, Darla's mom was a, a real woman of faith, real prophetic gift, real preaching gift, but she also really had a passion to mentor people. So my first mentor was actually Sister Merle. In other words, she didn't just teach me from the pulpit what it meant to pray. I went into the prayer room with her, and sometimes three and four hours later, we came out with the glory of God, almost like on her yeah. faces, like Moses. I mean, that level of encounter. How blessed, how blessed were you? How oh blessed gosh. for you, because most yeah. don't have that. Most right. even, even mentors for men are, yes. are, are scarce. Men in they ministry, really are. but for women in ministry, it's rare, yeah. almost non-existent. Yeah. Almost, so, almost. Yeah. so anyway, you know, I know whatever people's philosophy or theology might be, and that's for another program. We can go deep into that if you want to. I'd love to take you on with that subject if you're listening and disagree with women in ministry, but. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Um, I know that I know that I know that I'm where I'm at in the Lord. I've been blessed. I've preached in 37 nations around the world. I was the last president of the Browns Revival School of Ministry. I was the director of fire school of ministry for 10 years. 
you know, God's connecting with amazing leaders like Dr. Jamie Morgan and different around the world. And God's opened something, but I know this, I know that I stand on the shoulders of my mother-in-law who the Lord used to prophesy destiny into my life and to correct me in love. Sometimes it didn't feel like love, but in other words, she, she took a 16 year old boy that was not raised in church at all. And she poured herself into me from her intimacy with the Lord, from her trial and errors that she had throughout her multiple decades of ministry. So I say all that to say that um, I believe what you're doing, Jamie, is um, it's paramount. I believe it is vital. Uh, listen, I know that, that God is raising up women and men, young people around the world right now. And they don't just need another polished professional preacher to, you know, call them to do something, but they need people that are willing to give of themselves. And I think that's what you're doing. So, so that's why I see there's a difference between coaching and people call me sometimes, can you do coaching for us? And I kind of tell them, I don't really do much coaching, but I can definitely mentor you. Yes. And um, it's kind of a deeper level of development. So, um, so listen, I appreciate what you're doing. You know that I, I champion it. I, um, I tell as many people as I can about it. And Thank um, you. I'm excited that people are connecting. And I believe, I saw, I think a couple of weeks ago, you kind of showed a little bit how many nations and states. And I believe my greatest prayer for you is that you can handle it. Because I believe there's, I such, a, there's, such, a, there's such a, there's only 24 hours in a day, <laughs> but, but there's such a demand. But here's what I know. Yeah. God will give you wisdom and that. And maybe God will, use you, maybe I'm prophesying here, use you to mentor other women that you can kind of have walk with you to mentor some of the new ones so the Lord could really That's the goal. That's the goal the is those was, that I'm mentoring now. Yes. Yeah. So who are called hey, to will become those mentors. Yes, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Hey, listen, can you again, just real quick, tell people how they can tell ladies, how they can connect with you with regard to this? Sure. Sure. Uh, for women called to the ministry, if you'd like to find out more information about Trailblazer Mentoring Network, you can go on trailblazermentoring.com, trailblazermentoring.com. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, Jamie, um, wow, I can't believe 30 minutes has come and gone this quickly. <laughs> I definitely hope we don't have to wait another year and a half to have you on. I'd love to have you back on. Really, I should have you on a few times a year because you bring so much to the table, and I know you're a blessing to our listeners. But could you, um, could you just pray for our listeners today, and um, just allow the Lord to pray through you right now, whatever His heart is, as we as we close this today. Oh yes, yes, Father God, we come before you in Jesus' name, and I lift up every man and woman listening to this podcast. Father God, I ask you that you would encounter them. You would encounter them uh, as the God of revival, the reviver. You are revival, Jesus. Encounter them as the God of revival and speak to their hearts, Lord, any area of their Christian walk that needs revival, that needs for your Ruach breath to breathe mm. upon yes. that area, to bring it back to life. You know, we can be okay with you in nine tenths of our life, but that one tenth, eh, not so much. Amen. But Father, I just ask you that you would show each of us, each person listening, including myself, yes. the true condition of our hearts, God, and that we would surrender our hearts, God. Yes. We would 
pick up our cross and follow you. We would die to self. We would crucify the flesh. We would obey you at all cost and allow you, Lord, to put us through the refiner's fire because our goal is to look like Jesus, yes. to walk like Jesus, to be like Jesus. And so, Father God, I just thank you. I, I, I pray for every person listening that uh, their church, every pastor listening, his or her church, uh, their the region would break out in corporate yes. revival, God, yes, to in it, Jesus' Lord. name, that would spread around the world, God. And we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you again, Jamie. And again, to contact Jamie, to access her resources, jamiemorgan.com. Also books available on Amazon. But we're just so blessed that you were with us and definitely come back soon. Thank you, Keith. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Hey, thank you for again today for listening to Maintain the Flame. And I pray that the Lord will continue to stir up the purposes of God in your heart that you would not just experience the Lord once, but that the Lord's purposes would be alive and burning in your life. God bless you, and we hope to have you back again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Maintain the Flame with Keith Collins. I want to ask you to please subscribe, rate, and write a review for this podcast on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you hunger for a greater passion for the Lord that will not dim or subside, then please subscribe and listen weekly to episodes that will encourage you in your walk with God. To learn more about my ministry, please go to keith-collins.org or impactgf.org.